Give me the draft bell. Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. And welcome to the Draft Podcast on MTV. Yeah. <laughs> I want my MTV, baby. On this edition of Big Radio, we welcome <laughs> all three guys from the Draft Pod. Hey. Let's get Biffy. Let me just jump right into it. Let's do it. Well, it was 1990, and us four kids were all young, eating orange slices and sipping Capri Sun. Saw a fly dude with a Walkman just a bop in his head, walked up to us, and this is what he said. You kids better not be fools. You better stay in school. Listen to your teachers and follow the rules. Don't want to get caught with drugs and take a fall. You could do five to ten and lose it all. He pulled an egg out and threw it on the ground. He said, this is your brain on drugs. You hear that sound? We looked at each other, confused as hell, but we listened anyway because he had the toe shells he went on and on about why we need to be in class but all i could think about is how them shoes stay clean when you're walking in the grass he lectured us for like a damn hour he finished up by saying that knowledge is power he asked if any questions about what he had to say we said nah motherfucker because it's saturday (laughs) Uh, that's great that's awesome man your 90s nostalgic raps sweet raps are like my favorite ones Man, they, they just put you back in the feels. Uh, yeah, I, I would say that. So we are doing our 30-year anniversary uh, like we did a couple weeks ago in movies, but with songs this time. Mm-hmm. And what I realized, and, and you'll hear more of it as we go along, but 1990 was a time in music and just in general that completely like shaped who I would be as like a grown ass adult and what I would be into. So wait in um, 1990. Yeah, man. Wow. Yeah. And I'll explain it as we go along, but like, you know what I realized is that if we're going to do this, we can only have one man to draft with us. And that's Ben center. Biff radio. Everybody. What's up, man? I'm, you know, it makes my heart feel good that complaining and conjoling and <laughs> podcast works. So this is proof. If you want something, annoy people long enough and they'll, they'll just do something to shut you up. So yeah. <laughs> fair. We had we, you slated we, a couple weeks prior and then we delayed it when you, we heard you. <laughs> it's fair. We actually call that the Conway method. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's the way Justin Conway gets on this thing anytime he gets on this. So he just that's bitches right. and moans until it's his time. <laughs> but yeah, man. So how old were you guys in 1990? For me, I was eight years old. Six and uh, seven. Six and seven. James, you were eight as well. I was eight years old, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, seven and eight. Um, and Ben, how old were you in 1990? I was six and seven, and that was six and seven. Okay. My uh, my mom and my stepdad got married in 1990, and I like that was a huge year. It like it shifted my entire life. So like 1990 has lots of significance in me and my family. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel that same way too, man. It's yeah. I, this might be a, this might be a big one. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say something on here that I don't think I've ever told anybody. So, uh, Ooh, yeah. Oh, wow. this is exciting. Yeah. This is a, uh, we're gonna get some some exclusives on this podcast. Yeah, I think we're gonna get. Um, oh, I thought you were gonna touch s- it to. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, it's when. Well, I, it's when I get to the pick. I see. I see. Okay. I got you. Yeah. I yeah, was I on pins and needles, but I yeah. But now you're not. Now, now you're I'm just not. on your seat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So I think we're gonna get like some idea into kind of who we were as kids. Um. Also by saying some of these songs and stuff that we were into because uh, here's the thing about 1990 and music. It wasn't 2020 where you can go and search this stuff out. You know what I'm saying? In 1990, how we were getting our music was either by radio or we were like hearing it from a friend or like family member um, or we were going to the actual CD store or tape store right. and um, listening, trying to find just an album that we like thought sounded good so we could buy it. And it was a bit of a gamble sometimes because um, the, the, the fourth way that we would do is just by looking at the cover and we'd, we'd scoop it up by just a cover looking cool. So yeah. um, it's, it's interesting. Another way is you would go to Columbia House, mm-hmm. a dollar, and you would get like twenty CDs, and then you would owe that, and it would kill your young credit. <laughs> yeah, I killed my parents' credit with one of those twelve for ones, which was not actually twelve for one. Ooh, yeah. yeah, they had to pay. They had to pay a bunch of money. Well, James, with that, why don't you just go ahead and ring them or uh, roll them bells, balls? The balls are rolled, and I have the Uh-oh. pick order here. Uh, man, you know, before we, before you give that, I just want to tell everybody to pick up a nice Christmas or any sort of holiday present at jabroniu.threadless.com. So go ahead, James. <laughs> yeah. And also I want everybody to trust that I believe in the sanctity of the draft and this is the order that the balls fell in. Uh, All right. I don't want any, I don't want any bullshit like last week. All right. Yeah. So, so James got the first pick. <laughs> Uh, oh no, my my hard drive's gone again. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> funny how it never happens uh, when he gets first pick. It actually right? actually it fell Drew with first pick. Oh good, oh, yeah. Okay, James has second pick. Andy third, then oh. rounded us out. Okay, okay. And yeah. I feel like fuckface is always one or four. Yeah, it does feel like yeah. that. <laughs> it it definitely does feel like that. I feel like I got fourth the last time I was on, but I'm, I'm okay with the back-to-back. And do you have a steel card left? I've not, I've never used a steel card. Yeah. So you did. Yeah. You're the only one with the steel card. Man. And at the end, you can give it to me if you want. Uh, nope, that's not how it works. <laughs> I'm not going to, but I could. It's nice to know that I have that option. Yeah, yeah. So that- <laughs> yeah, James already, um, you know, for asking for his steel card. Now he can't get it, but you can give it to 
Drew or myself, if you would like. Could. Yeah. Just know that giving a steel card away does not guarantee you don't get stolen from. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Shout, Shout out, out to, to Brunel. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that steel card, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Drew, you ready to go? Yeah. You're on the clock. Well, I know I talked a lot about what I was listening to then, but I also feel like I would be remiss and a total idiot if I just don't go for a great single that came out then, and especially knowing the people I'm drafting against. Shit. So I'm going to say, can I kick it? Oh. Yes, you can. Uh, can I yeah. kick it? A Tribe Called Quest. <sighs> Yeah, um, it's a fantastic pick. Yeah, yeah, it's solid. It's my uh, it's my favorite tribe song, and uh, that's a, that's another reason why I was like, well, I can't just let it go. Um, yeah, yeah, luckily there's like three. Yes, <laughs> that that could easily make this uh, make the squad. So um, it hurts, but it doesn't hurt as bad as it as it could knowing there's not others out there but right yeah man this this shit's fire yeah sure i guess it'll be more of a along the lines of what i was actually listening to in 1990 but i do feel like this one crept in because i remember like this is one of those songs that like you know when you like go back to, to a group later like i did like maybe like late 90s yeah like I was like, oh, I remember that song. Like that's the song I I, I fuck with. So. so that's you know I I kind of think I did hear it back. I think it was out there. Yeah. It was at and least plus, in movies ever. Yeah. Plus that, having like older brothers like that. Yeah. That's where a lot of my music influence comes from is because also like if I liked other stuff back then I would be called some sort of homophobic slur on my right. mothers and I would be like I'm not I'm no I, I like this one <laughs> uh. <laughs> shout out to DJ Shiki <laughs> <laughs> oh shit dude it was 1990 I, I don't hold anything against <laughs> no, no, my brothers I mean, yeah yeah they're both way better people now. I mean, so am I. So it was. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't know ago. things. <laughs> yeah. All right. Man. So now it's to me. Yeah. Now it's to me. I don't know. I almost like want to just take the top song of the year because it's like, I'm telling you when I tell listen, let me well, just, what's funny. I was going to say, what's funny is like, I have an older, I have two older brothers. James has an older sister. Right. Yeah, and I feel like his picks oh, also come dude, from his older sister. My, my sister had a fucking Nelson poster on her wall. Like that's how stupid <laughs> exactly. this shit is. Uh, <laughs> so, I, I don't know, man. Uh, maybe I got to take something that you guys might take just in case. Because I don't know if you would take this song. 
All right. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go with this. I'm going to go Madonna Vogue. Yeah. Is oh. my number one mm. pick. I, th- I think that's a fantastic pick. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you had that, and then you basically had her tracks off of Dick Tracy, which I <laughs> fucking love. Yeah. Um, but Vogue's definitely the top one from her. Vogue is an incredible song. And yeah, and you know the dance. It's the one dance. Yeah. Yeah. Strike a pose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's a good pick. Ginger Davis, Dance on Air. You know? That's the shit right there. Yeah. I love this. Uh, yeah, I freaking love 1990. Yeah. And this type of music was hitting hard. It was that, that like, dance scene. It was like mm-hmm. this club music, even though we were too young to go to the club. But... You'd play that in the house and just be dancing around like an idiot. It's fantastic. Yeah. It was, yeah. My, dude, like, this whole time, like, I keep thinking of being in, like, my grandparents' minivan and just listening mm-hmm. to Warm 94.9. And yeah, these are yeah. all those songs. These are all those songs that I used to just in- love jamming out to what i what i love about that is i don't know what warm 94 9 is but i know what warm 94 <laughs> yeah. 9 is yeah, the she fact it's called warm that's right <laughs> yeah. they had an awesome morning show with a wacky zany guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly it, well i think uh delilah was national right so whatever Delilah. channel whatever channel Delilah was on in your state was warm 949. <laughs> yeah. I love Delilah. Yeah. yeah. And the daytime was this style versus the nighttime would, you know. I also love that she would just never nice. give a fuck about like they would they would be like this heartbreaking letter and she's like, "All right, so for that I'm going to play this." And it was never it seemed <laughs> yeah. to never be like go along with the letter that she just read. It'd be like, my grandma's dying of cancer. <laughs> oh, here's this song that's all about ironic. happiness. Yeah, here's <laughs> ironic by Alanis Morissette. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I fuck with this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, I'm, I'm so pumped. I get my number one song. Oh, oh my goodness. Throw yeah. me on the clock. Pop that clock. 1990, Andy. <laughs> Let me tell you guys. Um... So 1990, Andy was um, in North Carolina, and um, I was influenced by what I was seeing on TV, music videos, the posters, the music, all that kind of stuff. And um, the, the the style of music that I was into most was New Jack Swing. And New Jack Swing was like my shit. Yeah. It was parachute pants. It was It was hip-hop beats with R&B mixed with jazz, funk, fusion, um, but it was also pop at the same time. So it had everything, and it made me dance and all that kind of stuff. And for me, the top New Jack Swing song still to this day for me is Poisoned by Belle Biv DeVoe. Damn. Yeah. Literally, that's what I, I thought. I would. Yeah. That was literally what I thought it was going to be. Yep. Uh, damn. That, that would have been the, the BVD song that I would pick. Yeah, and I've got more of their songs that, like, I I just loved uh, Teddy Riley was a fucking god, uh, one of the top producers of all time. Uh, The New Jack Swing era only lasted, like, probably five or six years. Uh, Maybe, you know, but that was so influential to me 
when you were combining all of the things that I like and then the style that they were coming with. And then, boy, like, I would try my hardest to learn the Bobby Brown dances. I mean, shit, I can hit one for you right now. I don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, uh, and my boxers, but I'll do it. Um, but, yeah, man, uh, fucking New Jack was, was just, uh, yeah, I listen to it and I can't help but move. I Yeah, I love... I love this shit. Oh, it's so good. It's so, and it holds up. It, it, like, you can put that on. Mm-hmm. I mean, not just because like, that, that is of our end time. You can put this on any party, like, kids of any age, adult kids, and then it just, it's, it just go. That's right. Hell yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Here we go. Look for a mellow fellow like the Vogue. For the listeners at home, Andy just did the dance. There it is. <laughs> Some swinging. Yeah, that New Jack swing. That's what it is, man. Well, oh. New Jack was definitely swinging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got these, like, super loose boxers on. Whoops. Yeah. Oh, no, we know. <laughs> uh, ben, you are up, my friend. All right, so... A couple of mine have already been taken off the board, but I'm going to go with, I'm going to stick with what I was, I had my number one. So I got to adjust my hat for a moment here. Oh. Oh, there you go. Listeners <laughs> at home, I am wearing a Denver Broncos hat because even though in 1990 I was not living in Denver, I was living in Green Bay, then Michigan. I am a son of Denver. I'm drinking my shitty Coors Light. <laughs> I see what you're doing. And I am picking a song that is played, was played the year it came out and every year since at Mile High Stadium because the mascot of the Broncos, our Bronco Thunder, ah. comes out to Thunderstruck oh, by yeah. ACDC. Oh, Hell yeah. We're not talking about the Kevin Durant movie. No, no, sir. <laughs> No, every every home game since like the the '90s season, this is the song that brings the team onto the field, and the Denver Broncos are a huge part of my my childhood with my grandparents and my dad. And I just this song to me, like I remember hearing the song for the first time, and it's just like that is different. That is yeah. Not, oh, this I, song is and this song still hits hard, man. Oh yeah. This is what I put on recently, and I was like, fuck, this is still heavy as hell. Yeah. And I like that background. That, like, yeah. And, like, the entire stadium does, like, sing along to it, and, like, I've, I've not actually been to, like, the home game. I've just seen the, the videos. Of, like, that's my, one of my life goals once COVID ends. And uh, so, yeah, that had to be had to be number one. And there is oh, something, yeah. too, that, like, Locally, the the Tampa Bay Lightning they play yep. that a lot too. Yep. And, uh, it was a perfect stadium song. Yeah, and it, it is. It's just like hearing so many people, and the fact that like, you know, like there's like the algorithm to writing a hit song, which is like you have to be into the chorus by 52 seconds into the song. They're like, fuck that. We're not even going to be out of the intro till like <laughs> a, minute, a minute 45. Yeah. Like yeah. it's fucking amazing. <laughs> just build and it's like, oh, yes. yeah. Love it, love it, love it. 
I love it. Yeah, that's definitely on my on my board or on my watch list. Oh. Outstanding. All right. So back up. You're back up, man. All right. I have an older sister. She would have been 10 at, in 1990. And so this song we shared. So my stepdad, he built this house and the room upstairs, he crudely made into two rooms. And so the walls were paper thin. And I heard this song on over, over, <laughs> over, over again. <laughs> and all I had to say, all, I mean, my sanity was slipping, but I just had to hold on. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yes. Damn Which it. one? Wait, hold on. Wilson Phillips. I know. That was the. It's the Wilson Phillips. That was what I was going to pick number one, Ben. That was oh, what wow. I was going to pick number one. Damn it. Yeah. That makes me really Hold upset. One more day. Hard left turn from my last pick. But yeah. 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 That's a, a mixtape. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> what happened well, here? Well, that's like you're jamming, and then all of a sudden the windows are down. You're singing Wilson Phillips Hold On, and you're stuck at the stoplight, and someone just pulls up, and you're like, then you just look ahead because you're <laughs> like, you just realize you got caught belting Hold On out. The good well thing, done. the good thing is, is that there's more Wilson Phillips songs this year that are that are still out there ready yeah. to go. Yep, yep, yep. I always uh, yeah. that song will always remind me of my old supervisor, our old manager, because I always said that she listened to this went into work every morning. <laughs> she just she just looked like she needed this song to get through the day every day. Is like strung out, like just like, oh my god, how am I gonna do it? Like every day she comes in and it's just like, you know, she's just cranking this in her truck. Oh yeah, <laughs> this gives me high school after special school video vibes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, there's so like mom jeans in this video too for this oh, song. Yeah. <laughs> so mom jeans. <laughs> and it's like, it's like weird. They're like. They're in like the beach, and then they're like what looks like the the Rocky Mountains, and like, yeah, yeah, serious like like uh, see or uh, like sight scouting on this one. <laughs> like, what's the most beautiful scenic <laughs> thing we can do? <laughs> I'm gonna bell bust this okay. or bell break, whatever. So. Okay. Um, I, it's, it's funny to me how Wilson Phillips was like so hugely popular in the early nineties and they didn't have to do any of like the, like the, whatever goes along with being pop stars. You know what I mean? They were all just wearing their regular mom jeans clothes, but they were just (laughs) belting like these, they were just harmonizing and belting these amazing tunes. Wilson Phillips are really the shit. It just rolled up to the concert, but like you, you, cut, like, you know, wardrobe change. Now nah, we're good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, when every one of your songs sounds like you've made a video montage to it, you can do that. I know. That's exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. The music is like basically what what Chardonnay tastes like. Yeah. <laughs> in a great way. In a great way. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's boxed wine, and it's perfect. If, if Arbor missed. <laughs> If Arbor Mist made a sound, it would be Wilson Phillips. <laughs> oh, shit. 
I mean, when I hear that song, I think of some girl named Stacy going to the airport, and she's ready to move out west, and some guy named Brad's in love, and instead, and he's driving through, he's trying to get to the airport, he's hopping over, like, uh, he's running away from the people that pat you down, and, and he's just, this song is playing, and he's just sprinting with his corduroy jacket flying in the wind, and... <laughs> You know, he's just got the the flop on his hair is bouncing up and down. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he catches up to her. And then it's the wrong girl. So then he keeps sprinting. He finds that crimped up hair. He finds those, <laughs> you know, workout joggers with those high socks and those L.A. gear shoes. Yes. Picks her up and he gets her. He gets the girl. That's Hold right. on. Yeah. Wilson Phil. <laughs> That was so specific. Yeah. Like, so specific. Andy wrote a movie. <laughs> and he's like, uh, you guys what, You guys like that? We can make that. <laughs> but every time I hear Wilson Phillips, that's what happens in my head. Is oh. Some sort of video montage. Yeah. Oh, and if you want to donate to make that movie, go to <laughs> yeah. kickstarter.com and just type in pu- Puppet Monster Massacre and donate as much money as you can to that. Right. Yeah. 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 And then Wilson Phillips' song will be in the movie and the scene Andy's <laughs> describing. Uh, we'll fit the rest of the movie, but it'll be in the movie. <laughs> You're, like, the You're like, that doesn't even make sense with what the movie is. Uh, that's not part of this movie. Uh, I love the idea of that happening, though. Yeah. The movie's like a horror movie, and then all of a sudden there's this two-minute scene where it just has this video montage <laughs> with Hold On, and then it just goes back. Uh, no explaining it. Yeah, That should be the, the after the credits. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, what is this? <laughs> None of these people were in the movie. <laughs> That's the greatest idea ever. Uh, you're welcome, people. Uh, all right, Wes, Andy. Get your people. Um, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. There you go. All right. So uh, I'm really torn here. I have a very specific type of music that I was super into. Obviously, I was into hip-hop, R&B, and a lot of the pop songs. But, um, you know, this guy was as popular as they come. And I had two favorite artists. And my two favorite artists, well, three, um, but I don't really count Millie Vanilli because it wasn't real. Um, <laughs> you know, but uh, my two favorite artists was The Fresh Prince, and it was this dude, MC Hammer. Damn. So give me, you can't touch this. Damn it. Yeah, that's that's a number one pick. That's that's a number one pick right there. That's Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this is what I was playing in the car. And, um, at the time my dad was a pastor and I was able to play MC Hammer, uh, another song of his, I won't say because it was 1990 as well. Um, but like, I was able to play some of this music because there was like songs like that on it. And then you had this, which wasn't like spitting. So, I mean, if I wanted to play something cool in the car, I could play my guy Hammer. So funny story I'll get to when the the other song gets picked. But uh, I remember getting into an argument about theology, MC Hammer, and this other band. So it's gonna be pretty fun. <laughs> Everybody just like they can't even they can't even stick with it. They just have to dance. You have to shuffle. You know. <laughs> you have to. Uh, got really puffy. 
Uh, oh man, yeah. Yeah, I got um, dreams. <laughs> <laughs> you remember the MC Hammer cartoon? Yes, yes. yes. I Dude, I was MC Hammer. Everything. I thought for like I forgot that was a thing, and I thought I had dreamt it, and then I like <laughs> found it on YouTube. I'm like, oh my god! Either I just really forgot about it, or my dreams are manifesting on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. I oh, actually, man. Uh, I actually borrowed the tape of this this album that this song was on. Hammer, don't hurt him. From this girl named Alyssa Let in I think fourth or shout fifth grade. Huh? You didn't give it back, did you? I said shout out to Alyssa. Shout out to Alyssa. No, well, dude, I played it so much that I broke the fucking tape, and I had to like mow the lawn for like four weeks or four different lawn mows just to get the money to buy <laughs> the tape and give it to her. You were getting ripped off. I know. I know. Four lawns I have to, for a tape? Yeah, I had to mow my lawn four different times just to get enough money wow. to buy the tape again and give it to her. And shout out to MC Hammer. Thanks for liking my tweet of the picture that I drew of you as a child. That was super awesome. <laughs> oh, Hammer. All right, oh, I'm hard. on the clock. Uh, you just took my number two pick. My well, I, yeah, it would have been Wilson Phillips. Hold on, would have been my number two. Had been not taken it, then MC Hammer. You can't touch us. Would have been number two if Andy had not taken it. So now, oh man, I'm gonna jump down to a song that I want to take just in case I think Drew might take it, and I I would like to have it. So I'm gonna go Depeche Mode. Enjoy the silence. Ooh, ooh damn. that's not oh, it. Oh man. Uh, you don't yeah. like that? I like it, but it's just not a. It's not the one you were gonna take. Not the no. one. It's an amazing song. It's, it's a such a, like, they're um the Peshmo got inducted into the Hall of Fame this year, and instead of the regular um like concert, they did like little mini docs, and oh. it's so good. It's on HBO and uh, Depeche Mode, such so good. So Hell good. yeah. This song is so fucking yes. good. Oh. See, it was still 80s. That's what I love about this. It, the 80s had not left Depeche Mode yet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What is it? Yeah, it was like... That was 1990, though. 1990 right. was like the 90s mixed with 80, which again oh. is why 1990 is one of my favorite years. Well, and that's what makes the 90s so awesome, is that yeah. the eight, when the 80s were done... They were done. They barely bled into the 90s. That was the, like, yeah. 1990 was literally the transition of power to the 1990s. It was like, yeah. Probably fair. Yeah, that, that's yeah. me. Like because, like, you know, like with like, yeah, the like anything that happened like ninety ninety one, like if you said that was like eighty seven, most people would be like, yeah, that, I'd, I'd buy that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could see that. Yeah, that's fire though. That beat is just like so good, so addicting. And if you want you to know? be smart and really deep to girls, you'd say you say you're into the Depeche Mode. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Awful. Yeah. Uh, 
All right. Drew, you're up. Well, what's cooler than standing in the middle of a boxing ring? Damn it. Talking into a microphone, hanging from the ceiling, talking about how your mama wants you to kick some ass. So I'm going, Mama said knock you out by Ladies Love Cool James. Yeah, man. Yeah. Ladies love cool James, you know. You know, um, I was only 22 years old, which is yeah. Damn, I know. He felt like a veteran of the game. That other one came out in like '85, didn't it? Was he like 12 when he was in Need Love or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. But he's got a couple other ones um, that are just absolute bangers that are still, you know, on the board right now. So yeah. is MTV Unplugged is, I mean, yeah. MTV Unplugged are great. That one is an unsung hero of the genre. It was so good. And the, the version of this song on MTV Unplugged was awesome. Yeah. Dude, I, I feel like he's just because of, like, his movies and shit like he gets completely overlooked for for he does he does like he shouldn't be i i would say he is the perfect mix he was the transition from you know the 80s style of rapping like what i did to start the show um into the street rap um you know that we got in in the early 90s as well like you know, with, with Ice Cube and NWA and stuff like that, LL Cool J was kind of in this middle spot where he was still kind of giving you a little bit of that 80s hip-hop flow. Yeah. But then he was also giving you some of the street stuff too, but then he would also give you, like, the introspective love type shit that, like, Drake, people like Drake took from, you know, today. So, like, LL Cool J was, like, the first dude that was combining all of those things. Well, and like I remember reading a book, and someone I can't remember who it was compared him to. He was a musical Muhammad Ali, yeah. And like the way that he revolutionized like that style, and he was someone that like your eye went to him. Like as soon as he came on the screen, he had this that look, and yep. you wanted to see what he was doing because he was visually appealing. And his music, and he backed it up. He could have been just yep. a pretty boy, but he really backed it up. And this that yeah, entire album is great, and yeah, I mean I, he's been on, been on that NCIS show or whatever with um, the guy who played Robin in those horrible Batman movies, uh, amazing Batman movies. Chris O'Donnell, shout out to you, <laughs> I love you. But, but yeah, he does holy rusted metal, Batman. It holds. It's rusted. And it's metal. Um, <laughs> but like, but no, like he's a fantastic musician, and I I, I would love to see him do more. Uh, but like, because he's really, and also he's just a funny guy. Like, a Deep Blue yeah. Sea was I'm a fan. Was great. Yeah. So, LL is yeah. a man. I don't know if we went over. You can take my bell buster if we did, but I got, I got super caught up in LL. You know? <laughs> no, it's all good. We always got time for some trivia. Good shit. Hey. And that brings us to our new segment. Ask a question, ask a question, ask a question, motherfucker, ask a question. 
That's that's not a segment. That's Today's not a segment. Today's question comes that, from. <laughs> no, this is not. We're not Drew. It's your turn. Oh, did we not talk to you about this? <laughs> the coup just gonna slip in. Drew, you're still on the clock. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> fucking. You know. Ask a question. What? Like what? That's it. Do we answer it or no? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> Today's question is: What is? <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, um, Stephen from Falls River asks, "What was your favorite pizza when you were growing up?" Next pick. Yes. Uh, um, well, so I was kind of concerned when I saw. Cause I didn't know this little, I didn't know all the factoids about the Denver Broncos mascot. So I was a little worried that this one was going to be that pick. Cause it's, it's a little Western and I'm going blaze of glory. Bon Jovi. Mm. Oh, yeah. damn it. So yeah. here's my confession guys. Oh. I'm, I'm a big Bon Jovi fan and I don't think I've ever admitted that to anybody. <laughs> oh, really? Oh my God. Are you really? <laughs> Yeah, like I, I, I realized I was like, I was like, fuck, I think I really like Bon Jovi. <laughs> you know, uh, which, is, which I know everybody that I know was is like, you shouldn't like Bon Jovi, but I secretly kind of always have like, especially you had that CD tucked under, yeah, uh, and like you would pull it out when everybody left, and you'd put it in, and you were like, hell yeah, I've just been waiting to play this bitch. <laughs> First of all, Howard Stern inducted John Bon Jovi into the Hall of Fame. He he gave the oh. induction speech. Drink, number drink. Eh, and number two, why would anybody give you shit for loving the sultry voice of John? Bon Jovi. Amen. Yeah. He's he's just one of those people that like you're not supposed to like. <laughs> Is it because of his bandana and it, or I, his beautiful hair? Uh, probably. Yeah. Oh my god. So many songs in the 90s, in, the, in 1990, the videos were the movie that they were a song to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Almost every fucking song. I miss it. I miss oh, it a lot. Bell Break. Oh, yes! So... This kind of reminds me of an idea I had for a draft, and I don't know, I don't know if I talked to you guys about it or not. Okay, but just because it's similar, because I was coming home from work one day, and November Rain came on, and I was thinking about how badass that solo is. That's when he yep. just like walks out of the fucking chapel with a cigarette in his mouth and just starts playing. <laughs> and I was thinking like, we should do a draft. That's like how to be a cool guy draft. And it's like Ooh. that shit, like um, yeah. something like that. Or like, you know, fucking smoke or like not necessarily smoking, but like walking away when there's an explosion behind you. Yeah. yeah. Or, Flicking a like, cigarette into yeah. the explosion. Just how to be a fucking cool guy. I don't I know. like that. Yeah. I like it. So, yeah. yeah. Like, even though to I could not do that because, like, if like, I hear – so we have steam heat in my, uh, my, my house, and the pipes bang like someone's, like, going out with a with a ratchet. Yeah. Um, 
every time it makes me flinch. So an explosion? No, I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm how to be a cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. Someone uh, says, hey, buddy, fuck you. You turn around and give them the finger guns and blow it. No, a cool yeah. guy would go like this. Oh. Like, you know what I mean? No, yeah. No cool guy does that. They do this. They do the f- fingerless like, finger. They fuck you. It's like, well, I already fucked your mother. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Cool guy. Yeah, Steven from Falls. River Falls. Yeah. <laughs> also, why is this smoking look so cool on like through a video camera, but so douchey in real life? I don't know. <laughs> well, no, I, I don't know. There's only a couple of people that can put Dave Chappelle pulls it off and like still makes it look cool somehow. Yeah, that's the thing. There are cool. There are cool ways to smoke. You know what I mean? To, like make it be that's true cool. Too. You know, mm-hmm. it's just that most most people don't know how to do that. Yeah, but smoking yeah. sucks. Don't do it. Yeah, it's all bad for you, but, I mean, it could yeah. be cool as fuck, though, you know? It could be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of, uh, like, 13, 14-year-old demographic that we're, <laughs> we're getting them to go smoke cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, kids, uh, do you want to be cool? <laughs> smoke cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. That tobacco uh, money's going to come rolling in. Uh, ah. Nothing's but cooler than the Marlboro watch. man. Yeah. Uh, Just don't smoke uh, cloves, you poser. Oh, right? Yeah. Smoke <laughs> Virginia Slims. That's where it's at. That's right. <laughs> Vaping's cool. <laughs> yeah. Get yourself a vape. All right. Here we go. I'm up. All right. Man. Maybe I should have like had something this, this ready to go. I have a. Uh, I don't know why, but the third pick is really tough for me. I really did. I really. You know what? Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna need to get my rapper off the board. Right now. Oh god! Okay. I'm nervous about this one. I know where you're going. <laughs> I know where you're going. Yeah. I'm so. Sorry. There's nothing, and I'll tell you, there's nothing cooler, Drew, than being a cartoon fucking cat. And I'm going Paul Abdul and MC Scat Cat. Opposites attract. Two steps forward, two steps back. Back, yeah. That's right. I I also love that you're like, my rapper, Paula Abdul. (laughs) No, I'm talking about MC Scat Cat. (laughs) (laughs) Paula Abdul's hard as fuck. Paula Abdul did fall into, some of her music did fall into the New Jack territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude, Opposites but. Attract was my jam back in oh, the day. Oh, fire. That cat was awesome. Yeah. Man. The cat was awesome. <laughs> See, yeah, that's the type of shit that I miss, man. Are, are those styles. And he feels like a cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it's just a good song too. The beat is good, everything about it. This is this this is the song that put Paula on the map, you know. Does Paula Abdul have any other hits besides this song? Straight up. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, what, about, what about what about DJ Scat or MC Scat Cat? Where's he? Where's his where's his big song other than this? You know, he had uh I I was actually looking up who the voice was and it, it was uh, Anthony Hopkins. It was a young Jay Z. 
be wild. It was like somebody like that. <laughs> it was uh, God, I can't remember now. But the, you know who I who I thought what I thought was interesting is that people think that Ro- Romany Malcolm was the voice. Michael Patterson was who it was. Yeah, it was Michael Patterson. But you know who Romany Malco is? He was on. He was the the dude on Weeds. That uh, what's her face got he into the in drug the game. Mom. The guy who got her into the drug game in Weeds. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, the the grower. Um, what's his uh, what's his name? Yep. Oh shit. Yeah. He was in one of the all time great movies with John Leguizamo, The Pest. Yeah. Romany Malco wrote the rap for MC Scat Cat. He wrote the actual rap. That's why people think that he's he was the voice, but he wasn't. Huh. That's interesting to me. Yeah. I didn't realize he was that old. Oh, dude, that guy's awesome. And old MC Scat Cat was doing the thing. Yeah, he was out there. 89 to So there is an album. Conrad was his name on Weeds. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Adventures of MC Scat Cat and the Stray Mob uh, is an album from 1991. I'm going to have to play that. Yeah, yeah. Sure. They had their own album afterwards as well. Yeah. yeah. Solo shit. Sure. All right, fine. Andy, you're up. Oh God, um, this is this is really tough because I probably still have a good ten songs that I I think identify with 1990 and what it meant to me. Um, man, um, but I I feel like I have to take this one. Um, so I'm gonna go with. Uh, let me get my boy band up in here. Because this <laughs> this shit was fuego, and I'm talking about the way they were dancing, the clothes they were wearing, how it sounded. It was just all for me, step by step. New kids on the block. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh baby. Oh, yeah, but like yeah. you can see as I'm picking these songs, like what I've envisioned is like a cool guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. Like, all of these things, I was just wanting to take part in. Yeah, you and AJ McClain know exactly what you're talking about. Well, AJ was backstreet, so. I know, he got all his cues from these guys. That's, you know, AJ's a good dude. <laughs> we share initials. <laughs> no, I mean... Two out of three. I mean, yeah, A and J. <laughs> but then there's an M. Just like, what are you gonna do with that one? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm one better than him, so I'm L. <laughs> <laughs> I get called yeah. first by the teacher, AJ McLean. Fucking AJ M. I'm AJ L, bro. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, man, step by step, uh, New Kids was the shit in 1990, man. I, they were they were the first uh, boy band I fell in love with. So, oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. They uh, plus, who wouldn't want to be a fly on the wall? Of those New Kids on the Block slumber parties, you know? Right. I yeah. was part of those because my sister had those, and <laughs> <laughs> you weren't you weren't allowed anywhere near it, though, were you? Yeah. 
Like, get out of here. By, by virtue of it being like right next to my room, I heard a lot of crap uh, I didn't yeah. want to hear. But uh, <laughs> smart. Like, let's go. Like, you will go take you for pizza at Pizza Hut so you can get one of those uh, rubber Land Before Time dolls. Ah, uh, yeah. Hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did have a, I don't know how I got it or anything like that. I think I probably just got to pick it out and it was probably like 10 cents or whatever. I don't know. But I did have a New Kids on the Block folder. And uh, I was into it, man. Nice. I don't give a shit. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. NKOTB. Ben, you're That's up. Right. So this next song, I, I had a list that I, I ran it by my wife. And I also ran over some of my uh, honorable mentions. And her reaction, it moved, up the, it moved up the board for me. And I'm really glad it's still here. And Drew, you got me scared. You got me scared when you said the word West. Oh. oh shit! So with my next pick, <laughs> hell yeah, the king of wishful thinking by Go West, dude, awesome! Yeah. I love this song. This song to me, like, it embodies, like, one. It's like very, like, very, like this is another one of those montage of an eighties, nineties movie, mm-hmm. but it's just so fun, and it, it again, like. You roll down the windows and you're singing with all your friends, and it's just such a, a, a fun song. And I just I think of this song, and it just, I remember hearing it because 1990 was a weird year. Uprooted from Green Bay to Michigan, and I remember hearing this song on that long road trip like five, six times, <laughs> and I just love it. So yeah, it's just one of those songs where I remember that year I hear this song. And it makes me smile. Hell yeah. That you have made our in my heart. Just uh, just curious. What 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 the wife say when you uh? Like, what, oh, was, yeah. what was her reaction? What I what? She went west. <laughs> no, like what was your wife's reaction? Because you said that her reaction helped bring it up. Well, I mean, she started dancing and singing. It's like this song is way better than any, like any of your first picks. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, wait, wait, to harsh my buzz on that one. Yeah. <laughs> And it was oh, like, wow. I mean, like, and I thought I had like a strong top, like, top five, but apparently it was garbage. But like, <laughs> it made it in. So yeah, that's yeah. an incredible you know, song. It's when you play the song, it gets even better. So oh, I yeah. get it, you know. Dude, that happened to me. That happened to me a lot during this research for this. Is like yeah. coming across songs. I'm like, I had no idea that that person sang this song. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, Ben. You got another one. So we had a, we just went wholesome. Okay. So we're going to take a hard left into not wholesome. Are we getting nasty? Well, I would think so because, you mm. know, I turned seven and seven was, you know, the nineties. And I remember hearing the song and having questions. And then I saw the video and I had a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I asked my mom, like, what does it mean? 
when you want to touch yourself. <laughs> I, don't I touch myself by the divinals. Oh, man. I didn't even realize that was 1990. Yeah. How did I miss that? How you touch myself? Is this video... I had questions and I had feelings mm-hmm. and um, I wanted doing research for this. I, I, I <laughs> oh man, that, that, that uh, awakens an ancient spirit mm-hmm. inside me. This <laughs> is my karaoke song right here. <laughs> Today, like, this is clearly you know what this is, but it's, it's it's classy in a way, even though it's like I'm, I'm touching myself. Yeah, this is the original OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. god, I, I touch myself. I love it. They say if you touch yourself, if, uh, the, if you masturbate two times a week, you can extend your life. So. I'll be seeing y'all in 8465. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This song that was like, I touched myself, right? But then you have like doing it by LL Cool J that you'll actually touch yourself to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of moans on that song. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to live forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You and the damn crispy town. I am immortal. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I guess Bellbreaker? Be- oh. 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 I've never done that. Okay. <laughs> so I listen to this podcast. At, like, I, t- I take walks at work. I take my 15, 20-minute breaks. And I listen to this. Okay. In the first, like, 10 minutes of two weeks ago, we get crispy towel. <laughs> I am walking around my office... I am lost. <laughs> people are under me, <laughs> literally, like in the, in the corporate structure. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm dying laughing, and they're asking why. And I can't say because I'm, I'm listening to people I know talk about Christy. <laughs> uh, you touch like, that. Like, yeah. Coming soon to jabroniu.threadless.com. And like, I want to tell people, and I'm like, there's no one here I can tell because, like, either my boss or my subordinates. I call, can't call my wife or I text my wife because she'll be like, that's gross. So I'm just like, I'm texting my two best friends from high school, and they're like, Crispy Towels, you should know all about that, Ben. We helped you move out of your, of your parents' house. Yeah, if you drop that. Another, do we have another Crispy Towel user here? <laughs> yeah, more like crispy socks. Oh, see, so crispy shirts. The towel is the way to go. But that's just you know that was a weird. <laughs> I was going through things. Yeah. yeah, if you drop Drew's towel from a certain f- height, it'll break like a frozen T one thousand. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if you uh, if you put the black light on my walls, you'll see that I wrote a complete sentence. <laughs> What did it say? Guardians of the Galaxy. Like <laughs> yeah, I just write paragraphs. If you if you uh, put a black light on my towel, astronauts will get d- disoriented at the ISS. <laughs> 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 oh man! Like what the uh, fuck is that shit. thing? Oh man! All oh, right, crispy towel. Andy, you're back. Yeah. You're back. 
Okay. Um, 1990. Um, man. God. Okay. I, I, uh, I want to say that I'm, I'm having trouble here. I'm having trouble. Yeah, you are. Um, no, I'm not. I'm going to go with this. Uh, it's another new Jack classic. It's one that shaped when I want to feel good. This is what comes on. So give me feels good. Tony, Tony, Tone. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, man. I, I, I love this style of music. There was something about the beat. There's something about the, I love, um, high pitched voices. Like that's my favorite shit in the world. And uh, feels good is just the the vibe that I like to try to put off um, outside of me being in the house for a year under quarantine with the wife who, you know. years hell yeah dude tony tony tone hell yeah man new jack just puts you in a good mood man what if bill biven devoe fought tony tony tone <laughs> <laughs> and they split up it was like bell tony div <laughs> <laughs> tony tone devoe <laughs> or is that like a super faction <laughs> Yeah, Bell Div Biv to Tony to Biv to that's so hard to say. I can't even say that one. It's like Los Ingrenables, but like even more so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you guys remember the dude? I uh, I don't know if I can have enough time to talk about this, but wait. Yeah. I, Go ahead. Originally, uh, or like I don't know, probably about a year ago. I went and did like this radio thing with Shane of Locals Barbershop, and I ran into a dude named, uh, I can't think of his name now, but he was starting a whole New Jack Swing thing. I remember you talked and, about it. I was like, let's get him on. Yeah, he, like, wa- he wanted to come on the podcast. Yeah. I, I talked to him a little bit, but I haven't seen him. He was him. starting his own group? Yeah, he was starting his own group. Wow. That's amazing it was, because it's something I want to come back so desperately. Yeah. I'm going to have to, okay. I'm going to try to find him and look him up and uh, I'll shout him out yeah. sometime during this episode. But yeah. yeah. And again, shout out to Teddy Riley, one of the most underappreciated producers, in my opinion, that's out there. But he literally did this thing, you know, guy and um, getting all these I'll be sure. Um, fucking heavy D was a lot of um, the new Jack swing. So like, yeah, this is, this is my shit right here. Oh yeah. All right. Um, I think I know what I want to do now. My, my team is much different than you guys is. I, th- I feel like, I think maybe me and Ben are on the same page a little bit here, but this song this song was a song. I, I used to have a dollar movie theater that I had in my town growing up and it had only, it was a theater that only had two screens. So you, they had two movies playing at a time. Right. And they would share a speaker system. Right. So while you're waiting for your movie to start, 
both movies would start at the exact same time and you would just sit there and listen to the same the, the, both theaters would always have the same song going and the playlist was like whoever had it loved bet midler right <laughs> so <laughs> so i'm going from a distance bet midler oh, man. this song constant every time i was at this theater and it's an amazing song and i love it because of that yeah that makes sense to me. That Midler, another underrated person in the hip hop game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Bet Midler on the roof. <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, yeah, that's that's gonna be in everybody's head for about a week. Yep. Thanks. Thanks for that. I'm telling that to my father-in-law. It's, it's gonna kill. That's right. She's got, you know, Bette Midler, I feel like people don't talk about her enough as a singer. She's got an incredible voice. She's very attractive. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you. Yeah. 1990 is my shit. I was born for this yeah. shit. I live for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I live for this shit. Uh, <laughs> Bad Midland, motherfucker. <laughs> From a distance, <laughs> bitch. Old <laughs> piece. I got bet. Yeah. <laughs> You're out here listening to Public Enemy. I'm listening to Beth fucking Midler. <laughs> yeah, who's harder, Andy? Bad Midler, Chuck yeah. D. Yeah. Midler. I don't need anybody to rap. This is the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, Drew. You're up. Okay. So, listen. You want a, you want a killer song? You want to fucking write a hit? You start that bitch with some whistling. And I'm going Wind to Change by Scorpions. Oh, shit. Yeah. Did you listen to the podcast about this song? No. Did I miss there's this? A, there's a conspiracy theory that this song was written by the CIA to excite the fall of the Berlin Wall. Swear to God. The, the guys that do um, Positive America, Crooked Media, there yeah. is like a seven-part pod documentary series about that song. Holy Whoa. shit. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It's so good, but it, it's like this insane theory when you first hear it, and then you listen to the podcast, you're like, holy shit, they did. That's insane. Wow. I'll have to look that up. I actually, I feel like I've heard about that, unless maybe you talked about it on your show before, and that's how I, I heard I about may, it. I think it may have, but like, yeah. It's, yeah, like I, I binged it. Over a weekend, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. it's a good song. On to Gonky Park. Yeah. <laughs> you know, funny you should mention that, Andy. <laughs> oh, I know what you're doing. 
So go ahead and drop that clock, James. Or drop well, that clock. Would probably, well, we would probably want to go to Raven Rashidi oh, at this moment. So. Damn it, yeah. yeah. I'll save my transition for later. I should have let you pick. <laughs> would have been good. <laughs> I wouldn't technically be going out of turn, though. It's true. <laughs> Go ahead, Ben. Oh, I, lo- I, lo- I love that song. I-, I-, I literally like would like a full version of that song. I would just play that. It just, <laughs> I would just be like, oh. <laughs> it really would J-A, make it happen, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, who knows? You might find Kevin Aldridge fairly soon on one of the shows on the network. Stay tuned. Oh, shit. Tomorrow. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> you, you never know, but you know now. So go tune in Biff Radio this freaking week. Hell yeah. Yeah. Get your dose of K. What do you guys got? Uh, what do you got, Drew? You want to go? Go ahead. I'm, I was just going to say James and I might have the same one. So. No, you're good. Go ahead. Okay. So I was, I finally watched the latest Jordan Peele joint, Antebellum. Oh, oh we do have the same one, you asshole. I thought you were going to go like Moonbase 8 shit or something. No. I Damn it. talked about that. Yeah, man. So <laughs> I told you about this. About... So you just stole the movie that I told you about. You told me. Son no, of a bitch. Yes. Son of a bitch. No, so I've been steel card. (laughs) We can both talk about this. Yeah, okay. That's just that just shows how good it is. Um, it's it's yeah, Jordan Peele's new movie, and it's uh. Wait, did he direct it, or did he just pretty sure? Really? Yeah, I think he just produced it, but maybe I'm wrong. Oh. Well, me, I could be. I'm. Let's just go with the theory that I'm probably wrong. But I, I like love to that theory. say that I'm not. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, this movie was 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 fantastic. It's uh, it takes place in like uh, you know, the let's say 1860s, um, during the Civil War, and. That's all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> Anymore, we'll fucking ruin it for you. I don't even see Peel's name on here. I think he was a producer. I, I want to say he like he was a producer. Like, I, like He definitely was heavily involved, but I don't think he directed it. But I could okay. be completely wrong. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, that was when I first heard about it. I I thought it was the his latest movie. No. Let's see here. It says that it was directed by Gerard Bush and Christopher Renz. Written by Gerard Bush, Christopher Renz. And let's see where it shows producers. I don't even see his name in there. Yeah, maybe not. Huh. That's so weird. I remember remember seeing the trailer like last year, and I could have swore it said... Maybe it was just like from the same like like Blumhouse or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. That brought you well, 
Beside the fact Janelle Monet is the main character of this movie, and she I'm fucking a big fan of her. She fucking destroys this movie. It is so fucking good. Like, yeah, the twist, the twist that takes place. Uh, I will say that I did guess it. I'm gonna say that I did, but that didn't make it any less fucking awesome and incredible. No, okay. but I also I also love the twist is only like halfway through the movie. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you so still have, it's, like, yeah. It's interesting. A, it's an incredible fucking movie. It it kind of blends, like, it blends today with the world of the 1860s, the way they do it, and it's fucking, incre- it's crazy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely interested. It's basically Janelle, a one, uh, yeah. Monet. Janelle Monet, like, finds herself, she's, like, a powerful black woman in the America of today. And then she finds herself like dropped into slave times, basically. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. So it's fucking crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. Man, look at you guys with the same. Yeah. Freaking Raven. It's dude. It's so fucking good. It's, it's so Raven. (laughs) It really is. (laughs) Um, Ben, you want to go or? Oh uh, yeah, um, I mean, my I guess my raven for the moment this week, I have been getting back in. So a couple of months ago, when I moved, I guess when we moved in, one of my old bosses, when I worked at a school, gave me his old PS4 because he was getting a new one and eventually PS5. And so I had been wanting one for a while, and I'm getting into God of War. Ooh, nice. Okay. Um, and so like, I I love the original God of Wars for for the PS2. Played a played them all. And I just, I had played a little bit when I worked at the school, but I'm just digging into it now. And then there's a really good documentary on YouTube about the making of God of War. And it's really interesting. It's really fascinating. The director, um, how, like how he changed as a person, you know, becoming a father in, in the new game, Kratos is a father. And it's just, it's such a good game. It's so deep and it looks beautiful. The, the music is absolutely fantastic. And like in the documentary, they go to Iceland for their um, inspiration for the game design. And Iceland looks fucking beautiful. And I so want to go to Iceland as soon as we can travel. Yeah. yeah the game yeah. is just so fun. And like, I'm, I'm for the first time, I'm not just like binging like hours and hours. I'm giving myself like, I'm going to play for an hour. Right. I want the, uh, yeah. the last and it's just such a good game, and I don't know. I I, I appreciate the maturity because, like, yes, it's still the, the the violence, but like, it's such different violence than the original God of War. It's not as excessive, and yeah. more like Kratos has developed as a character, and like the dynamic between him and his son is there, and it's just it's just a a great game, and I really look forward to. I think it's next year we get God of War two. And like I love the like I, I kind of know how the the game ends and kind of the the Easter egg at, at the end, but I'm, I don't even care. Like I even, like it just plays so well and so fun, and I've just kind of gotten back into video games. And I, I really yeah. now that I have this, I'm recording from my attic, I have all this space that I can. <laughs> I don't have a lot of time, but I'm more deliberate with my gameplay, and I think that also helps. So like I got a war if you have not played it. Highly recommend. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. I'm a I'm a huge God of War fan as well. 
you could say that you condense it and you're actually a huge fan of gore. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but not yeah. the music. The, yeah, the, music. The, game, the game God of War. War. You like the experience of the concert, which I understand. <laughs> yeah, I like being eaten by that big jelly monster <laughs> thing. Uh, yep. Um man, okay, so this this podcast is perfectly timed up with my That's So Raven, um, which is actually like two because, hey, we just had the 30-year anniversary of, of uh, Undertaker. Uh, I'm not the most massive Undertaker fan. However, he, he was on Hot Ones, and it's a fantastic episode, so I highly suggest that. Yeah. Um, Got that but, bourbon, you know. Exactly. Um, but uh, the thing that I really want to talk about is something that debuted in 1990 and recently had a reunion show on HBO <laughs> Max. Yeah. And, dude, the Fresh Prince uh, reunion show put me to freaking tears, like made me laugh, like put me through all these emotions. It made me feel... Um, it put me back into the era of me being a kid. And again, this is so influential to my life, what I was into and how I wanted to be and all that kind of stuff. And um, like Fresh Prince was this show that was in total experience for me. Um, and I've told this story on the podcast before, but I remember one time having a bunch of my friends over at the house, we're all swimming in the pool. And my parents said, they can, you can either stay outside with them and stay in the pool or you have to send everybody home and you can come in and watch it. And I remember them thinking that I was going to say, okay, I'll just swim in the pool. But no, I said, everybody's got to go. <laughs> um, because fresh, we didn't have DVRs. So like for me, Fresh Prince was this experience that weekly I would watch and I would just fall in love to it. I would try to use a lot of the lines that Will Smith was using as Jean-Claude Van Damme. That girl is fine. You know, yeah. that kind of shit. Like um, Will Smith and, uh, it, you know, Fresh Prince was just like the definition of cool to me. And this show, this reunion show was like just so amazing, kind of peeling back a lot of the layers and and kind of showing you where they were coming from. They even have the old Aunt Viv the OG Aunt Viv that comes back on the show. Um, and, you know, Will Smith and her hadn't talked in 27 years. Um, so, I mean, it's just, it's also crazy, but it was, it was, it was one of the coolest things I've seen all year. Highly suggested if you're a Fresh Prince fan, even if you're not, it's a, it's amazing reunion episode. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah. Fresh Prince is actually the, the source of, so, of my stepdad and I, one of the first times we really, really bonded mm -hmm. uh, that scene where Will's dad comes back and then, yeah. leaves. and I similar, some similar with my biological father. And, you know, there were times when, like, when I got to that age, when I was like, you know, why doesn't he want me? And I remember watching that with my stepdad and then having the same feelings and him like intuitively knowing and coming up to me and putting his, his hand on my shoulder. Yeah, giving me a hug, and like it was because of that show. And like I, I've actually saved that episode where I'm going to watch it over. I'm, I'm taking Wednesdays or Sunday off, and I can't wait to watch it because I, I love that. I, yeah, and they do like a little five minute breakdown um, of kind of what was going through his mind, and there's like this goosebump moment where 
um, Will Smith does the scene or whatever, and uh, James Avery says something to Will Smith after it um, as soon as, like, he does the scene. And I don't know, it gave me, it just sent chills down my entire body. So I'm not going to say what he said or whatever, but um, just for that five-minute breakdown alone is, like, incredible, you know? Wow. Yeah. I'm excited to watch that now. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really know what uh, to expect if it was just going to be like them sitting around talking about the show or whatever, but it sounds like they... Yeah, I mean, there's a a lot of that, but then there's some stuff that you just didn't know. Like Will Smith told a story of how the show actually got to be that none of the other cast knew of until the reunion show. Oh, wow. He had never said said how the show got greenlit to anybody else. Um, until like, you know, that reunion show. So that was very cool as well. Did they mention the Bel Air reboot series that's going to be on Peacock? No, no. But um, yeah, I was telling the guys about this uh, probably about a month ago. Uh, remember on a That's So Raven, I was talking yeah. about how Will Smith's pushing it through. These guys shot a trailer. Uh, God, I'm so excited for that. Yeah, I showed that to my wife, and when I first described to her, she's like, "That sounds weird." Then she saw it, and she's like, "Yeah." And then I had no, I didn't know that it had been put to series, and I saw the, the YouTube video. And it's like, "That's awesome!" Like, yeah, that shows I will I will sign up for Peacock to watch because yeah. it's such yep. a brilliant concept. Yeah, I will too. Absolutely. Another yeah. fucking service. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> so many of them. But yeah. It's worth it though. I'll do it. I'll do it for Will Smith. I I genuinely love that dude. Yeah, I'll t- I'll uh, happily take one of you guys' codes. And yeah, so that was just all assumption by me. I just watched the trailer and it just said from the producer of Us and Get Out, and I was like, oh, it must be Jordan Peele. It's not. No, oh, shit. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, that makes sense. Still, it's a it's an incredible movie. So, yeah. All right. Here we go. It's funny you say Tupac, Andy. It's for my fifth pick. I'm going to Humpty Dance, Digital Underground. Humpty Dance is a dance. People say you're Humpty. You're really funny looking. That's alright, cause yeah, I get to funny you said you Tupac. Stare, yeah. You're clear. You constantly try to compare me. But you can't get near me. I'm giving more. Yeah. 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 All the girls, they adore me. Oh, yes, yeah, ladies. Was, I'm like, really being sincere. Cause in the 69, my Humpty nose will tickle your rear. My nose is big. Uh-uh, yeah. I'm not ashamed. Big like he's just danced in this. Yeah, he's just, he's just a guy. But this is a club banger right here. I think, I think because of them and nothing but trouble, he probably got his first SAG card or got his SAG card. So, 
Yeah. Damn. Because he was in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, this is uh it's you know it's crazy. Like we don't see we don't see this really anymore either. It was like uh character rap. Yeah. I mean James kind of took one, but like this was like an actual real person that was playing, you know, a character. Gosh, so big. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Uh, kind of, yeah. You might be right about that, yeah. And if hey, you're... Man, are you trying to say... He makes up words like lupid. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and are you trying to say MC, MC Scat Cat isn't real? <laughs> what the fuck? Real I'm a scat cat. <laughs> he's, real, he's real in here. <laughs> he's real to me, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> man. <laughs> scat cat. Uh, that's a cool cat right there. <laughs> Drew, you got anything is. else to say about Tupac? <laughs> or Digital Underground? <laughs> nah, man. Uh, no good. Just grab him in the biscuits. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Here we go. I'm up then. And I'm kind of torn. Because there's still a lot of good stuff out uh, there, and I'm about. Brugley is later in the '90s. Yeah, that's true. God damn it! I was gonna make that same joke. Boom. <laughs> you know, you guys are bitches. Your lovers, your childs, your mothers. Um, <laughs> what if God was one of them? <laughs> you know, the truth is, 1995, <laughs> uh, the Jagged Little Pill album was when I got into music. So, like, these were these songs were all just songs that were playing in the background as a kid that I learned. Just because they, they were on the radio, ninety four nine. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, t- I was a little late to the music party, uh, but when I got there, I went hard. You know. I'm gonna yeah, go man. with. There's a lot of other really good stuff out there, but I'm gonna go with this. And I'm going to go with Michael Bolton. How am I supposed to live without you? You really did set up a Delilah playlist. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I love, I love 1990. I fucking yeah. love it. You love it for different reasons. Dude, That's what I love about it. dude this song, Michael Bolton's voice is fucking incredible. And his no hair... Is even more incredible. That's fair. I have no doubt if your if your sister drafted, she would pick the exact same place. <laughs> <laughs> my brother would not have picked the songs I picked. I don't think. No, uh, actually, my sister was really a huge Nelson fan, and I hated Nelson with a passion. I used to get, I used to pound on the walls when my sister would play Nelson too loud. I have no idea what my brother was playing in nineteen ninety. Yeah, but when he would pound on the walls, it would just be on accident. <laughs> Listen to that fucking voice. Man, and like, the chick in this video that was like supposed to be his girl was like way out of his league, like. That's bullshit. Mike. I call bullshit. Nobody's out of my yeah, You're right. You're right. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about. Goddamn right. <laughs> Michael Bolton's hair, though. My God. I, I Nobody told him. They're like, nobody said, dude, you might want to, like, do something here. <laughs> like, something right around all here, you know? 
<laughs> so bell breaker. Oh. I don't know if you fellas had this same experience. Um, I've I've once kind of thrown this on the podcast of you know things that I did that are a little strange. Um, but one of the <laughs> yeah, things once or I, twice, yeah, once. yeah <laughs> um, is I had an alarm clock radio, right? As one would, and um, I would plug it in and I would put the radio underneath the pillow so that it would not look like I was still up. And I would do this for multiple reasons. Saturday nights at midnight, there was some hip hop stuff on some like random local station, um, Monday night football. But the main thing that I did was play Delilah at night, 94 one or Sunday nights, Joe mama jams. Right. But I'd played Delilah and this song would always fucking be on there, right? And I wanted to, <laughs> I because I, I wanted to act for a while, and um, I wanted to figure out if I could learn how to cry. Uh, so <laughs> I would throw on shit like this. One, I love sleeping to like falling asleep to music like this. I have a sleep playlist right now. I fucking play it sometimes, whatever. Um, but like, I would try to figure out how I can cry. So I would try to tap into the songs and like, this is the type of shit that I would play. Yeah, you'd be like, how am I yeah. supposed to live without you? That's literally why I can't listen to music before I go to bed. Yeah. Cause then I would just start thinking and then I would yeah. just be like, like I would need some sort of antidepressants all the time because yeah. like w when I, like I turn on the TV, I've usually put on some, something that I can just kind of listen to and kind of ignore because yeah. my brain needs to shut the fuck off because if it starts thinking it's no good. No That's boy. probably my problem and why I go to bed <laughs> so late, but what did yeah, you, I have, what's that? What did you used to set the alarm to, to wake up to? Uh, I didn't do that. I was just like, I just literally put the radio on to the station. Yeah, I know, but like, let it play, and at some point, I'd fall asleep. Oh, okay, you didn't have like a specific station you like to wake no, up. No, I didn't have like the alarm yeah. to uh, to wake me up necessarily. It's just when the door opened or whatever. Oh, okay. Your mom woke. I would up. wake up, but I also knew that I had a freaking radio that I was hiding in my pillow. Yeah, yeah. So I had to be like smooth about my shit. Yeah, you know. I remember I used to fall asleep listening to uh, oh, what was it called? I think it was called Love Line. It wasn't the Doctor Drew show. It was yeah, yeah, yeah. The other one. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. It was Doctor Judy, I think. Um, but so, but so I would just fall asleep listening to it, and I, every morning I would wake up to I don't know what the radio show was, but they always started the show with the Dennis Leary song, Asshole. <laughs> and I remember my mom used to hate it because she'd be getting ready for work and she, every morning she'd just hear, Hey, you're an ass. asshole. Hey, Joel. <laughs> my, I don't know why I thought of this, but when you talked about having your alarm clock, it made me think of my buddy Kyle whenever I would be at his house. In the morning he had this alarm clock that was a cow 
and it would go off and it would have an Arnold Schwarzenegger like uh, voice or whatever. And it would say it would go, Moo, wake up. Don't sleep your life away. <laughs> mm, like and it would just That's go amazing. it would go off until you you'd have to literally get up, walk across the room and hit the thing to turn it off. Drove me insane. Wow. Hated it. My grandfather bought me a clock. It was a train. That it would go it was very like choo choo time to wake up. It would go faster, faster, faster. The day my last day of high school, I yeeted that thing out the window. <laughs> and like my like my, my mom was getting to her car and I was like, I'm done. I never get up early again. Oh man, that's hilarious. You know what? That is something that uh we don't get it anymore. Everybody uses their phone as alarm yeah, clocks. Yeah. So we don't get these weirdo alarm, alarm clocks. I'm, I'm, I'm reading books about how to like sleep better, be more productive. And I want to try to put my phone on the other side of the room or out of the room com- totally. But I yeah. would get an alarm clock. You're like, do they sell alarm clocks? Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. I used to have this like CD alarm clock where you could set the track to wake up to. And I, I used to. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I used to have uh, Aerosmith. Uh, I think it was Get a Grip when like, the first track, wake up kid, it's half past youth, ain't nothing really changing but the date. You're a grand slammer, but you know Babe Ruth, you gotta learn how to relate. That song. <laughs> so I would always wake up to that every morning. Yeah, what was you guys' um, first phone alarm song when you finally started waking up to it? Because I took a song and I put it as my alarm song and mine was Good Morning by Kanye West. Mine's a Just Hold On, I'm Going Home, Drake. <laughs> also kiss from a rose seal mine was oh, uh, hell yeah mine was raining blood by slayer because there's no way to better way to wake up than to fucking death metal <laughs> you just like it would be in the morning you can see a touch into <laughs> all <laughs> of our personalities <laughs> <laughs> wake up songs yeah. you know what sucks though yeah, oh that was yours little, 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 little makeup. Yeah, my makes sense. roommate and uh, subsequent girlfriends Loved it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, so the only problem, though, is I found myself hating the songs I would set to it. Oh, really? Because it reminded me of, like, waking up, and it would, like, just subconsciously be like, fuck this song. <laughs> that like, I, in that's my why, head. Yeah. That's why I had to go back to just, like, generic alarm songs. Huh. Yeah. Sounds. I, I fell in love more with the song because it would put me in a positive mindset. <laughs> yeah. Well, shit. This uh, bell break that has gone. That was a long bell break. It's gone bad. on a long time. Yeah. Andy, you're back up. Shit. What? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. All right. I'm going to go uh, my fifth pick. I'll go with um, just because I want to give it some love and I want to hear a little bit of it and James play it. Uh, Round and Round by Prince and Tevin Campbell. Ooh. Oh, this is a great song. Yeah. Yeah. This shit. Tevin Campbell. Yeah. (laughs) Tevin Campbell is my shit. He's exactly what I love um, in terms of like that high voice. They got Prince in it.
Well, it still goes round and round. So fucking 1990, and I love it. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Yeah, it's it's so ridiculously 1990, but, um, yeah. Hell, yeah. Those style of beats just do it for me. They get, they get me feeling good, so. I don't know if I've ever even heard yeah. that song. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple other songs on that album that are probably a little bit bigger. And this is one of, I mean, this isn't a super hot Prince album or anything like that. But, um, yeah, this one always did it for me. I think what it was is, remember we had these party mixtapes that you could buy? So I think a lot of the songs that I would find were just based on being a part of some party hits um, CD or tape. Yeah, and yeah. that's how I would, you know, get into some of these songs. So, um, remember there was a guy that his name was Drew that put together a lot of those. Like <laughs> yeah. it was, it was like, it was like the. Uh, now that's what I call music, and then there was Drew's party mixes or something. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, who is Drew? Those things that, were the shit. Who is uh, Drew that he's like the fucking party mix master? And he gets to just yeah, sell yeah. party mixes. <laughs> All right, Ben. So I'm going in a direction that I guarantee not that no one went. But you're gonna and you're gonna wonder, is this song actually 1990? And it was. <laughs> so I grew up um when I got when I moved from Green Bay, Wisconsin to Michigan, middle of the country. Like not a, yeah. a like not a house around me. Our nearest neighbor was about a mile away. Mm-hmm. I, I, so I know the feeling, man. Country music was something that became very popular, very prevalent. And this is a song that became very omnipresent. And to this day, I can't listen to the song partway through. I, I ask go all the way through. And I guess you would say, you blame it all on my roots. Oh! I showed up in boots and ruined your black tie affair. Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks. Oh, wow. Wow, that was 1990? In 1990. No. Oh, shit, you said I was going to say that, and I said it. Uh, And I didn't even mean to. That's mind freak. Um, But, yeah, (laughs) like, Garth Brooks is one of those guys that I I love his stuff. Like, I I, I don't love country as much as I did. Like, I obviously love bluegrass, but, like, regular country. But Garth Brooks – like his body of work. And right now it's crazy. The only place you can stream his music is on Amazon music. Yeah. Really? That's just, I was just trying to find it and it's not on Apple music. Yeah. yeah. Like, so you're like, yeah, it's, it's all like, it's, you can find covers on Spotify. You can probably find you on YouTube maybe. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, he has an exclusive deal with Amazon music of all things. That's crazy. But yeah, this song is just, Huh. Like, m- multiple weddings of my friends. Yeah, like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And we all get together with our beers, and we all get you know. Oh yeah, you're all singing. And I got friends. Yeah. I even know this one. I didn't know it was Garth Brooks. Though. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, but uh, that, yeah. that uh, I, it's again. I was a little bit surprised it was 1990, but I was I knew yeah. early 90s. But I was like, damn, that means a. L- 
I because that's on the same album as those other like Thunder Roads and stuff, right? Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boots. Ruined your black tie fair. Last one to know. Last one to show. I was the last one you thought you'd see there. And I saw the surprise. Fear in his eyes. I took his glass of champagne. It's it's a it's one of the seminal albums, but like this song, like it, it transcends. Like I mean, like, you, like yeah, you said, like you know this song. Like people yeah. that don't know country know this song if they're our age. Right. I yeah. think I think you just um, did a draft pod first as well. Um, I think this might be a hundred and eighty some episodes in. This might be the first time that a country song has ever played on our show. <laughs> yes. It might be true. That might be. But I feel like I have picked a Garth Brooks something before. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I can't recall ever hearing a country song on the podcast. I got so. friends in low places. I like I mean, my that. favorite. My favorite country song is Monday Night Football. But this would probably be up there, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Hank Jr. <laughs> uh, uh, my favorite song is that. Could you, would you, ain't you going to if you ask you, would you want to be my baby tonight? I'd take a chance, slow dance, make a little romance. Honey, would it be all right? That song. Dude, we, I, I know, like, working, working in a fucking factory uh, up north, oh, yeah. like, I, every, it, this was their, this was their, their music, so, one week they would play country, the next week they'd play classic rock, and it would okay. just flip flop every week. Yep. And oh my god, the country was so awful because it was it was like, <laughs> it 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 wasn't the. I mean, yeah, it's country, but also like the the repeat where like the classic rock station could pull from like they twenty to change, thirty yeah, years, yeah, yeah, yeah. where they were like, I mean, they were still pulling from those, but like it was mostly like contemporary. And at that time, it was all the fucking uh, all those nine eleven songs. Time, yeah, yeah, like put a boot in your ass, the American way. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Oh. Where were you, Drew? <laughs> oh, it's your honorables right now. Honorables, honorable time. There you go. I'm surprised the song has not gone off the board yet. That is one of the hottest songs of all time. I, that is kind of it's kind of like mustard not going. Uh, like it's so ubiquitous uh, to the '90s. Fuck, fuck mustard. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. I'm, I mean, I hate mustard too, but I'm just saying, like, it's you know, yeah, it's it is, con- yeah. All right, um, and mustard's awesome. I love mustard. Shout out to mustard. <laughs> Stadium mustard from Cleveland, Ohio, baby. <laughs> All right, give me, uh, give me some hard shit. Give me America's Most Wanted. Nice. Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Yeah. Um, let's stay hard, but on the complete other end. And I'm going to go The Cowboys from Hell by Pantera. Ooh. Again, a benefit of older brothers was knowing who the hell Pantera was. Yeah, I actually knew who Pantera was. That's the shit my brother was listening to. There we go. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Let's end with something fun. And, you know, maybe I didn't 
know who these people were in the nineties, but I love this song and it's, it's one of those feel good songs every time I listen to it and I'm going Istanbul, not Constantinople by they might be giants. God fucking damn it. (laughs) (laughs) That was the song that got bumped for the king of wishful thinking. Oh, damn. (laughs) They might be giants, but Ben is pissed. (laughs) I thought there's no way anyone was going to pick that song. (laughs) Fuck. James, I'm up. <laughs> uh, James, tell James. <laughs> I'm gonna go it, James. Sinead O'Connor. Nothing compares. Nothing compares. And then I'm gonna <laughs> And then I'm gonna go Phil Collins. Yeah. Another day in paradise. Just another thing. Yeah, that's the oh god, just a staple of the warm '94 yeah. station. And, and then I think what I'm going to do is uh, Taylor Dane, "Love Will Lead You Back." Okay. Which, if do you guys know what that song is? I no. I, I know the the. I'm pretty sure I do. Oh, dude, I want to play it real quick because Taylor Dane's voice. She's like an angel. Yeah, I may I may know it if I hear it, but off the off the name, no idea. Jonathan idea. Taylor Dane. <laughs> <laughs> JTD. No, no. Oh, what the hell is that guy? Just constantly This is one of those songs where you like you put your hand over your head for no reason. Yeah. I love it. This is one of those songs that you get in shirt, unbutton it, get in your shower, turn it on, and pretend like you're in one of those music videos. <laughs> <laughs> and if I if you're wondering if I've done it, one hundred percent yes. Yeah, no one wondered. Yeah, nobody was, was wondering. That was a wonder. <laughs> yeah. It was a, oh, you, know, yeah. you never know. That's uh, something you don't bring us up unless you've done. That's like, yeah. <laughs> it's actually we do know, Andy. It's not that we yeah. never know. We know. All right, Andy, you're up, by the way. Okay. Um, All right, the first one, I really wish this would have made my squad. I'm kind of pissed about it. Um, Aisha, another bad creation. Oh. All right. Yeah. Um, Number two, I'll go with... Uh, I'll go with, uh, I gotta get, I gotta get a tribe song cause they're my favorite group of all time. So give me, um, I left my wallet in El Segundo. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, that was like one of those first hip hop storytelling. So, I mean, Fresh Prince had a bunch of them, but like this was, you know, a great hip hop storytelling song and it was funny. So, um, oh man, I missed my storytelling song that I just remembered. <laughs> Damn and it. I will go with, oh my goodness. Oh shit. I'll go with my LL song. Look this one up real quick. Just play, just play like 15 seconds of it. Milky Cereal by LL Cool J. I don't know if you guys know this one. It sounds sexy. <laughs> oh. It's milky, so good. Cereal, considering milky, cereal, milky, 
I don't know. It's so funny. I think Kendrick Lamar's got a serial one too that's out there. Um, that you should check out. Yeah, as well, all, but, all the best yeah. rappers have a serial song. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! So all right, good. Ben, you're up. Okay. Um, well, let's see here. God, I'm like, am I legitimately pissed about uh, Istanbul? But like a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> First off, I gotta get fight the power. Yes, I'm glad somebody took a public yeah. enemy song. Public enemy. Yeah. Then we're gonna go. I've been caught stealing once. Caught being caught stealing by Jane's addiction. Oh, okay. Um. Um. And then we didn't start the fire. Oh shit! Oh wow. That, oh, I no, almost that picked 90. that. Really going for example, they're like, yeah. It's, I mean, honestly, we could have straight up a round two of nineteen ninety songs. Oh, it's sure. that deep, um, but you know, we just we just pulled some uh, ones that we all like. So yeah, there's so many good songs here. God, it's, it's loaded. It's loaded. You know. Um, does anybody feel like they want to, uh, add drop or, or trade up or, or steal. steal or, um, give your steal card to anybody, you know, <laughs> Andy. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, so it's, uh, not a steal, but, uh, an ad drop. Oh, okay. Wait, oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Anybody else add dropping? I'm not. I'm locked in. I got okay. my Michael Bolton. That's all that mattered. <laughs> that what? is, that's it. What's my team there, James? Uh, can I kick it? Tribe Call Quest. Uh, Mama said, knock you out. LL Cool J. Blaze of Glory. John Bon Jovi. Yes. Winds of Change. Scorpions and the Humpty Dance. Digital Underground. Man. Um. Go ahead and put my name in that. <laughs> Okay. All right. What is uh, James? What's mine, real quick? Oh my God! <laughs> what the? F- no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm Bell Biv DeVoe. Holy shit. Oh shit! Yeah. Bell Biv DeVoe, DeVoe, Poison, MC yep. Hammer. You can't touch this. Yeah. In KOTB, step by step. Tony, mm-hmm. Tony Tone feels good. Prince and Tevin Campbell, round and round. Put me in. Okay. By the way, I always yeah. thought that was Tony, Tony, Tony until an hour ago. Hey, James, can I go ahead and get my team? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, put, oh, you nobody want your team? Fucking okay. Picked, ben, nobody fucking picked Vanilla Ice. 
Yeah, that's true. Ben has ACDC Thunderstruck, Wilson Phillips Hold On, Go West, King of Wishful Thinking, Divinals I Touch Myself, and Garth Brooks I Got Friends in Low Places. Okay. So your guys are all in. I'm going to roll the balls for for pick. I am not in. I'm locked in because I got my Michael Bolton, and that's all that mattered. Fair enough. Okay, third ball. Oh boy, I'm so nervous. Uh, by the way, I didn't, I didn't really say this, but good job on Ben caught stealing Ben. I was uh, that if, if if this were only three of us, that probably would have been on my team. Oh shit! So Andy, you get first ad drop. Ben, you get second, and Drew, you get third. Shit! All right. Um. So the, the right. Andy, the songs that you have to choose from that all three of you had to choose from are Ice Cube's America's Most Wanted, Pantera's Cowboys from Hell, Might Be Giants, Istanbul and Constantinople, Nothing Compares to You by Sinead O'Connor, Phil Collins, Another Day in Paradise, Taylor Dane, Love Will Lead You Back, Aisha, Another Bad Creation, Tribe Called Quest, I Left My Wall in El Segundo, LL Cool J, Milky Cereal, Milky Cereal, Milky Cereal. <laughs> Public Enemy, Fight the Power. Jane's Addiction, I've Been Caught Stealing, and Billy Joel, We Didn't Start the Fire. Man. Okay. Um, Hell, we'll pull the pick from. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually going to, as much as I love it, I feel like it's the one that probably people don't know as much on my squad. So I'm actually going to... As much as I love it, we got to talk about it here a little bit. I'm going to put round and round down to my honorable mentions. And there's no way I'm stepping away from 1990 without a fucking Tribe Called Quest song. Give me my wallet. Okay. Give me my fucking wallet. I I would love to, but I think you left it somewhere left it far in. away from here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. It was very hard between Bonita oh. and, and Wallet for which one I was going to put in honorable. Bonita Applebaum, so good. I'm so good. going to throw I Touch Myself. Whoa. Team. Okay. Okay. Get my Istanbul. Okay. Oh, that was the that was the I was I was going to pick it up just so I could force you into a steal. <laughs> oh man! Uh, same thing. So, so Drew, you're you're saying that you put your name in once again just to drop it out, and you're not going to do it. Drop it it's out, baby. You know what? I say at this point, Andy. We need to have a little team the rule meeting. Is, is about to happen. We yeah. need to have a team yeah. meeting and figure out a rule for this shit because this shit cannot. We have the rule. We've had it since this day shit, one. This shit can't yeah. happen any longer. We've. If you uh, we put are, your if you put I your like name into ad drop, yeah, yeah. If you put your name into ad drop and then you don't you do it, to. you back out because things didn't roll your way. That's some bullshit. All right. I like until, the evolution of the draft. Has to do this, but okay. Yeah, I like the evolution of the draft. The evolution of the draft podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the knives are coming out, and murder will happen. That's right. That's right. Uh, I mean, I've got a killer pool to pick from. So if you're gonna make me do it on one, I'd gladly take it from this one. Well, I think I think in the few you won't have to do it this time because there's no rule. But 
next time yeah, go forward next time they're gonna be a rule <laughs> yeah all right uh, all right and if you say i'm not gonna pick one up i have a feeling this is gonna be a lot like old old donnie telling his voters not to vote by mail and then getting <laughs> fucked by being no. voted by mail no because you're gonna be like no remember all those times you did it what you're doing you're the voter fraud that you're doing is saying yes i would like to add drop and then when it when things don't roll the way you want it to roll you say i'd like to pull that vote back now and just keep that vote to myself i will admit i've done it several times everybody has i don't think i've done i've never done it i haven't (laughs) that's right that's right ben Ben hasn't either and we've also always been by the rule of fantasy fantasy like that's how it is in fantasy that yeah is, i know but it's true see we're not drafting yeah. athletes we're drafting I, pop I, yeah. culture there's a rule but i think i think there's a rule brewing. rules they progress we've drafted I'm ready athletes. i'm ready for the rules to progress where we where that's we right. if we put our name in we must do an ad drop okay yeah. it just I'm it just down. adds another level that i'm into so. i'm so down we'll talk about it. you know what we'll talk about it off air and next episode we're gonna start off fresh with the discussion of the new rule, all right? Should we put it to a vote for the listeners? No. Okay. No, I don't care what the oh, listeners man. think. Wow. <laughs> hey, listeners, that I is care true. I have many remember? screenshots yeah, of James saying that was the exact <laughs> same thing. Yeah. Uh, Even though Jabroni right. James may not care, the rest of Jabroni U cares deeply about all you guys. Yeah. You. All right, here we go. So... <laughs> Ben, actually, you know what we should do before I read the teams? Why don't you let us know where we can find Ben and about your podcast? All right. So Biff Radio is – I love music, and music is, is a part of me. And so every episode of Biff Radio, I either attack a certain topic, uh, like look, you know, feeling good or – coming out or i've been doing a sort of the series now of my favorite band is bare naked ladies i'm going to go album by album and talk about the album in detail play the songs um multiple artists are going to be on and then also we have a series where guests come on like mr andy has been on uh, oh. yesterday recorded with wes tomorrow i'm calling oh. kevin aldridge oh. we, we build a playlist and actually um the episode with Wes is coming out on Wednesday because we're talking about mental health and kind of being in a better state of mind and being around the holidays. It's a time when we both thought it's something that we need to be able to do is take care of ourselves and our positive mental outlooks. And so that'll be coming out on Wednesday. Um, but it's, it's just, I needed that creative outlet uh, after um, my father passed this year and Biff radio has been that. And I just love music and it's just a, like a 30 to 45 minute, sometimes a little bit over that of this me talking a little bit, but playing a lot of music. And I try, I do it on Fridays usually. So you can kind of coast into your weekend. So uh, we're, you know, we're on the network and it's so happy to be part of this network. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Biff radio on Instagram, Biff radio one, cause some asshole has Biff radio on, on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> Nothing with it. Uh. Um, ah, but uh, yeah. And I'm just uh, like the, uh, the feedback I've gotten has been so awesome. And I really uh, heartfelt like when Wes, like when, when I was leaving my last network and Wes, you know, really recommended you guys, you guys really welcomed me with open arms. And yeah. especially this year with, with the craziness of this year, you've all reached out 
like when I needed support and I honestly, you guys have been a bigger help than you possibly know. And just giving me the platform to do a podcast, a podcast that I love has been so therapeutic and cathartic. My, my, my therapist has said that, you know, weeks when I've recorded, she's seen a market change in me. Oh, that's awesome. Better. So I just want to thank you guys on a very, very personal level of giving me that option. And hopefully everyone that's listening listens to Biff Radio. And even if it's not music that you enjoy, like I did Bluegrass a couple weeks ago. Oh, that was awesome. That was a great episode. People have yeah. like been connecting with it and, you know, connect to different kind of music. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's it. That rent. There it is. Biff. Ben is funky. <laughs> Hell Yes. Or make up your own things. It could be whatever you want it to be, right? Whatever in your heart. Whatever in your heart. That's right. All right. Uh, And these songs were just in our heart from 1990. These are the best songs of 1990. And here's Drew's team. James, can you hold on? For one more day. Yeah, you you can go now. Oh, wait, James, James. Yeah, what's up? In all seriousness, go to kickstarter.com and search Puppet Monster Massacre and donate. Yeah. That's a new movie that uh, Wes is trying to get off the ground, so all of our listeners who love Wes, go donate. And if you don't love Wes, go donate. And I I actually, the guy Dustin Dustin Mills that's doing the, the movie... I was yeah. watching some of the little videos and stuff on the Kickstarter, and that guy seems really cool. I guess he made Puppet Monster Massacre years ago, and now he's gonna he's revisiting it. So nice. that's pretty badass. I'm excited that's for very this. Badass. Yeah. Yep. So uh, here we go. This is Drew's team of best songs of 1990. Just the year 1990, not the yeah. 90s. Yeah, that was yeah. a super pain in the ass doing research. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number one, Can I Kick It? Tribe Called Quest. Number two, Mama Said Knock You Out, LL Cool J. Number three, Blaze of Glory, John Bon Jovi. Number four, Winds of Change from Scorpions. And number five, The Humpty Dance by Tupac. And for, <laughs> for, <laughs> for James's team of. Best songs of 1990. Number one, Vogue by Madonna. Number two, Enjoy the Silence by Depeche Mode. Number three, Opposites Attract by DJ Scat Cat. Number four, From a Distance by Bette Midler. And number five, How Am I Supposed to Live Without This Song by Michael Bolton. (laughs) For Andy's team of best songs of 1990, number one, Poison, Belle Biv DeVoe. Poison, poison. That's right. Number two, You Can't Touch This by MC Hammer. Number three, Step by Step by NKOTB. You guys can definitely decide what those letters stand for. Number four, Feels Good by Tony Tony Tone. And number five, I Left My Wallet in El Segundo, A Tribe Called Quest. We got two Quest songs on the board. That's exciting. Goats. For, for Ben's team of best songs of 1990, number one, Thunderstruck by ACDC. Number two, Hold On by Wilson Phillips. Number three, The King of Wishful Thinking by Go West. 
Number four might be Giants, Istanbul, not Constantinople. And number five, Garth Brooks, I got friends in low play. You can't you can't find that song anywhere but Amazon. Remember that. Yeah. That's legit. Damn, 1990, and we left so many off the board, including everyone's favorite, Ice Ice Baby. Um, yeah, 1990 <laughs> was a hell of a year in music. Uh, yeah, it was uh, 1990's The Shit, son, and it's my shit. No doubt. Ooh, Listen. that's my shit. That's my shit. That's right. Uh, ben, thanks so much. Week. Yeah, oh, thanks yeah. so much for coming and being on. Of course. Thank you guys for having me on again. And uh, the bitching to get on again will commence. (laughs) 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 Yeah, he's got the steel card. Yeah, he does. And uh, you guys know what to do. Uh, It's holiday season. Drew? Stay cool, motherfuckers.